Welcome back to Defender's Voice. This is Dr. Paul. Thank you very much for tuning to our channel. We discuss the most important events of our day in the light of God's truth. So you should subscribe to our channel. Write your questions to info at drpaul.org. That is info at drpaul.org. Many people have this question. Where did Ravi Zacharias go? Did he go to heaven or did he go to hell? Asking such questions would be unfathomable even a year ago. And now we are here and asking. It is good. Ravi is our subject, not our object. Our great Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, is a wonderful Savior. How does he deal with someone like Ravi? Many people have weighed on this subject. John MacArthur weighed on this question and questioned whether Ravi Zacharias was even saved. I posted the link and you can watch this video also. John MacArthur is a highly respected pastor and teacher of the Bible. You can see his commentary on my shelf. I like his candor. First of all, we should understand how we are saved through our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10 is a good place to start. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There are two conditions for salvation. You should believe in the resurrection of Jesus in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, then you should confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Those are two conditions, the resurrection of Jesus and the divinity of Jesus. If you do those two things, you are saved. That is our soteriology, a technical word for the study of salvation. Theologians would love to make up these technical words. When we believe in the resurrection of Christ, we are making a personal connection to Christ. It is not an isolated event. I realize that Jesus died for my sins. I repent of my sins and put my faith in him. He is able to save me. And I realize that truth when I stand at the empty tomb. He is a savior who he claimed to be. That is the message of Easter. When I was saved, three things happened. Justification, sanctification, and glorification. In Christ, I am justified before God. Now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. In Christ, I am sanctified before God as though I never sinned in my life. In Christ, I am also glorified. In Christ, I am already in heaven. That's just a mind-blowing truth of the gospel of our great Savior, Jesus Christ. So when I got saved, I repented, I believed, I was justified, sanctified, and glorified. So with that backdrop, let us see the arguments put forward. Ravi never repented of his sins. They say this, Ravi never repented. I think that is fallacious and presumptuous. First, post-salvation repentance is not a requirement for salvation. 
post salvation repentance is a sign of salvation it is not a requirement there is a subtle and profound difference between the two you confess your sins continually because you are saved not to get saved if you go to heaven tomorrow god would not say hey yesterday morning you sinned against me you did not confess that sin yesterday so you are not getting in if god behaved like that heaven would be empty we confess our sins we struggle with our sins because we are saved not to get saved many people say ravi did not repent of his sins i ask them how do you know he had a full 100 days of terrible pain as he fought his cancer i have some patients right now fighting cancer they are in terrible pain some patients get desperate and ask me doctor please help me this pain is unbearable sometimes i take liberty and ask my patients how is your spiritual life one patient told me you know all my life i never believed in hell but now i believe in hell because if god allowed this kind of pain to torment me in this world he is capable of tormenting me for an eternity in hell i never forget that conversation i just sat by his bed he lost his hair he lost his strength his whole body is in pain he loved milk shakes all his life now they don't even taste good his body is sweating can't stand on his own he can't pee he can't go to bathroom he's bound to bed when i see these patients i feel terrible he said now i believe in hell because if god allowed me this kind of pain to torment me in this world he is capable of tormenting me for an eternity in hell ravi went through that kind of torment for over 100 days of his final stage of life so maybe he begged the lord jesus as he laid on his bed lord jesus i abused so many women i abused your call to preach the gospel i abused your money please forgive me people say ravi never asked god for forgiveness that is highly presumptuous did ravi call you and say hey i am going to die soon and i did not ask the lord for forgiveness maybe he did or maybe he did not we don't have that information in the book of isaiah we see king hezekiah got sick on his bed he turned to the wall and wept to the lord and asked god for his mercy sickness shakes all of us and we beg god for his mercy ravi was a sensitive person and it is highly likely he wept over his sins and asked god for forgiveness john macarthur said ravi cheated so many people at so many levels to continue his sins that is true ravi lied to his wife to his children to his staff to his victims and to his fans like myself who bought so many of his books a christian would not have to sin God gives us power to conquer sin if we beg him for help had Ravi gone on his knees and asked God for help he would have gotten it Ravi did not do that 
he deceived people that is the nature of sin when abraham lied about his wife sarah he was deceiving pharaoh and his horse when jacob's sons lied about what they did to their brother joseph they were deceiving their dear father when david took uriah's wife bathsheba he was deceiving lot of people when ananias and his wife sapphira lied about the sale of their land they were deceiving the apostles and the holy spirit of god as we read in acts chapter 5 ravi probably told some of these women i love you i love you he did not mean it he just wanted to use her as long as he stayed in that town so ravi deceived this woman with his lies john macarthur has a point that willfully cheating on people for so long is not a fruit of genuine salvation still we have no liberty to consign ravi to the eternal flames of hell as he laid on his deathbed ravi probably invited the lord into his life as the savior for the very first time like the dying thief who asked lord jesus for forgiveness during the final minutes of his life after a lifetime of murders rapes and robberies who knows so that argument does not prevent ravi from going to heaven then john macarthur said i met ravi a few times i told him ravi you don't quote the scriptures in your sermons it is all about philosophy literature and that sort of thing now this argument goes like this ravi did not quote much scripture in his messages so ravi must be a false teacher and we should assume he went to hell there are many problems with this argument quoting scripture is not a requirement to go to heaven remember john macarthur is a pastor ravi was an itinerant evangelist john macarthur goes verse by verse and his audience is very well grounded in the scripture ravi did not have that luxury today he would speak to christians tomorrow to atheists next day to hindus next day to buddhists next day to muslims hindus don't know much about the bible so when you talk to them for the very first time it is better to start with some common truths like moral law apostle paul would quote lots of scriptures when he would go to a synagogue because his jewish audience would know what he was talking about in acts chapter 17 paul was on the mars hills speaking to pagan greeks paul did not start his sermon with the hebrew bible he started with the greek philosophers like stoics and uh, uh, other schools of thought and he drew lines to christ ravi took that approach because many of his gatherings around the world did not have a christian background and scriptural knowledge also it is not fair to say that he did not use much scriptures if you listen to his sermons the sermons he preached to christian audiences like convictions that conquer the world i isaac take your rebecca lessons from the royalty the prophet marries a prostitute jesus among other gods are intensely scriptural they were he was quoting so many scriptures 
we should also remember that all truth is God's truth. Whether it is in the Bible or science or philosophy or poetry, all truth came from God. One day I was listening to Ravi on the radio. Uh, he spoke about his visits to Poland, which were set up during the Second World War. Under the leadership of Dr. Joseph Mangala, doctors were conducting medical experiments on little children in those camps. They used a logical argument. The end justifies the means. The results of our medical experiments on the dying children will benefit the whole humanity. After listening to Ravi, I booked a trip to Poland. I went to Auschwitz, visited those camps and studied what those doctors and scientists did to those helpless babies in the name of science and logic and progress. I learned that lesson. The end never justifies the means. Don't abuse your patients in the name of greater good to the society. And that was a great lesson in medical ethics. I learned after listening to Ravi. So all truth belongs to God. Ravi, not quoting much scripture, does not make him a bad preacher, let alone obstruct his path to heaven. So as a whole, if you look at John MacArthur's arguments to doubt the salvation of Ravi Zacharias, I think they are not good arguments. My personal opinion is that Ravi got genuinely saved, then fell in sin, God exposed him, punished him, shamed him, and called him to heaven. It is only my personal opinion. I could be wrong. Please share your thoughts in the comments section. Don't forget to visit our website www.drpaul.org and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like this video, share it. Remember, God will not ask you about Ravi's sins. He will ask you about your sins. If you are not saved today, put your faith in our great Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, and get saved. May God richly bless you. Thank you.